Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Today's share is being sponsored by Jane Malki Specter from Lawrence, New York, in honor of the eating the artist of our beloved grandmother, Bunabas Yaakov Wolf Grieger, Elizabeth Schmutz. She was a Holocaust survivor, something like that. She was a Holocaust survivor who embodied tremendous immune and strength and lived her life in the manner, in that manner. One of the greatest gifts she passed on to us, her grandchildren, was her tremendous love and appreciation for the state of Israel. She's buried in Har Menuchas, and this is the first year that none of her children or grandchildren could travel to Israel on her yard side. Yeah, my shver has never missed a yard site for his mother, father, and shver and shviger, all four. And this year, nobody's came. nobody came. All right. Um, Dear Berli, Shlita, Shlita, I thoroughly enjoy your share, and it's the perfect way to start the day. The sponsorship and emails at the beginning are great, as it allows a small buffer zone, so that even after hitting the snooze button at 5 a.m., I can still get onto the share on time for the start of the daf. This is Shloimi Leitner from Golders Green, London. They have to get up at 5. After the inspiration of the Sima Shas, there are sudden outbursts of many different online shiurim and daf apps. I subscribed to a number of them and joined numerous WhatsApp groups, MDY included. It got to a point where my phone didn't stop buzzing with daf material. At the start, Psalchim had enough and exited some of the groups that I wasn't using. Within minutes, one of the Magadish Shur messaged me asking if something he had said in Shir had been offensive. I reassured him it was nothing personal, just Reb Eli Shir was better suited for me. Every Magid has a different style and something else to offer, whether it's through different visual drawings or just simply the way the Gemara is explained. Admittedly, after listening to your morning shear and then the eight-minute summary on the way to work, the Gemara is still something that's not clear in my head. And in the evening, I often listen to another shear to better understand the daf. Surely the goal of every Magid is to collectively by increasing the entire learning globally and ensuring that the daf is accessible to the entire Klai Yisrael. With one sheared aim, there can't be any rivalry, and when a member of the MDY family listens to a different shir to clarify the da- that day's daf, rather than being the case of being a traitor, it should be commended. Kind regards. Shlomi Leitner, Gold is Green, London. <sighs> Shlomi, this is something you might not understand ever. This is American sarcastic humor. I wasn't talking to Leiby, by the way. I was talking to Levy. Levy Freeman, they sit next to each other, so Leiby is from, London, from uh, England, and I was, I was just kidding around because Levy Friedman had the audacity. He knew I wouldn't be mocking, so he, had, he put it on loud right in front of me. Then I said something. Vaharaya that he knew I wasn't joking, that I was joking, because yesterday he did the same thing again. So anyways, I sometimes even mention really boring scene in my shir, say if anybody wants to hear good shtiklach on the daf, go to his shir. 100%. Maskin. This is from Binyamin. I can't, I don't even know. M-E-H-D-I-Z-A-D-E-H. Again, in Panovich, we only went up to seven letters. This is based on your chiddush, that first Hashem gives you a warning by burning. I'm reading this today because you just said it the other day. Based on your chiddush, first Hashem gives you a warning by burning your tongue and then puts you in jail, and then if you still don't listen, death. COVID also, corona, is the same way. No smell and taste, burnt tongue, then be dud, quarantine, jail. And if you don't listen, death, chas v'shalom.
All right, Givaldic. <laughs> you, you enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, why not? So we have big chidushim here. Today, Rabbi Yisai is Daf Lamed. And we are holding on the top, top word. We're in the middle of a sugya of Tarevis. So, you know what, before, do we have another, you have another minute. I just want to sh- say that everybody knows, but we have to reiterate that the team goes so much out of their way to bring the Torah out there. So I want to show you something very interesting. Yosef Biliak is in charge of getting the shear. He uploads the shear. He used to do it at home. But the upload speeds at home are slow, and he was worried that it would take a couple of extra hours. So what does he do? He travels all the way to Ikea. <laughs> and he sits in Ikea because they have 10 times the speed. <clears throat> Gary, you're able to... to <laughs> he needs 10 times the speed. We have to get him cable or something. Here in Israel, you're limited. I don't know what he needs. He goes here every single day. I said, I need a picture of it. All right. Huh? They don't have fiber optic in Bet yet. That's the problem. But they have it over there by Akil, which is outside of Bet Shemesh. Hashem, one day. You won't have to travel every day to Ikea. So, yesterday we were discussing Tarevis. A mixture, the difference between min, if it's the same item, flour and flour, or flour and chocolate, we know that, according to Rabbi Shmuel, min b'minoi is very problematic. So even if you add a small amount, a mashu, of that into the mixture, it makes it chametz no good. So says Rava, finally, after we learned the sugi yesterday, Oh my Rava, hilchasa chametz b'zmanoi, chametz on Pesach, bein b'minoi, so, Chometz, Machlegis Rashi and Taisis had to learn this. Chometz on Pesach, whether it's Beminoi, not Beminoi, Rav is the one that's Geyser, and he says even Shaloi Beminoi, which is more Kal, and typically Isurim in the Torah, you don't answer them with a Mashu, you need Nois and Tam, with a Vav, without a Vav. Not parnat, whatever. You need you need a you need something substantial. Nevertheless, when it comes to Pesach on Pesach, he, we ask or he passes like Rav. We should make exera. Why did we say because Rav holds that Pesach is different? Pesach is karas. Pesach lebedili. People are not so careful. They don't know how to how to be careful. So we have to help them out. Kirav. Shaloi bismanoi, but after Pesach, what do we do? And all of a sudden, we Paskin. Now, if you remember, so we had the Machloikis, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Yossi Aglili. I changed it for today. Yapchik, we got the, 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 the final food in. Yapchik, Erev Pesach. So we, this that Rav holds, is according to Rabbi Huda that Chometz is also before Pesach, after Pesach, before meaning from midday, Shechitas carbon Pesach, all the way through Pesach, and even after Pesach. Then, says Rava, let's switch it up 
to Reb Shimon. That what? Shaloi bezmanoi, but after Pesach, bein b'minoi, bein shaloi b'minoi, mutar, kira b'shimen. Reb Shimon holds that after Pesach, chometz is mutar b'ano. Therefore, even b'minoi, min b'minoi, is not a problem. What's the worst, the worst of the worst? Min b'minoi, flour and flour. But it's after Pesach, when we pass like Reb Shimon, that chometz after Pesach is mutar b'ano. Asks the Gemara a question that we already addressed yesterday. Umi Amar Rava Hachi. Rava, Rava said, Rabbi Shimon Knosikanis. So this check mark right over here is supposed to be an X. Rabbi Shimon holds that even after Pesach he can't use chametz. Why? Because we have to penalize him. It's a knas. He's over in Bal Yiro, Bal Yimotza. He can't go and, and, and sell it after Pesach. So, why are you telling me that Chometz is mutter after Pesach? Don't get nervous from this word, that's the name of the sugi anyway. What Rav said in Rib Shimon that we give him a knas and he cancels the Chometz is when it's a whole donut. But when it's in a mixture, then we're not kindness. When we were by Rav Nachman, when the seven days of Pesach, eight days of Pesach, depends where you are, Omalon, Puku, Uzvino, Chamiro, Go ahead and buy bread from the Goyim, the soldiers who baked the bread on Pesach. It's not a problem. Like Rabbi Shimon. And that's it. Now, why does it say Bnei Chela? I don't know. I was a little bothered by it. My Chavrusa reminded me that on the Fayomid Beis, it says that Rava said, make sure you get rid of the Chomets of the Bnei Chela. Bnei Chela, the soldiers used to store the Chomets in the Jewish homes. So get rid of it. So maybe that's what he was saying. You get rid of it, you give it back to them, and then go back and buy it from them, so to speak. Go, they have it, you know they have it from Pesach, you go buy it. Maybe it has something to do with that. Omar Rav. I'm just saying it's Kedai to do Chazara. Another thing, I was doing Chazara yesterday, and I, I, I was learning another sugi that we had in the beginning of the Masechta, and we learned over there, Dover Agarim Lamami Kimam and Dami. And yesterday in the chair, I was like, oh, brand new halacha we never learned before in our life. What? He just learned it two weeks ago. Chazara, everybody say, Chazara. Omarav. Kedeiroiz bepesach yishovru. Oh. Says Rav that all your dishes, all your pots that are made out of earthenware, I guess in those days a lot of them were made out of earthenware, you have to break them. There's nothing you can do with them. Why? Rav is of the opinion that what? That even a mashuhu that mixes with your food ruins it. Even miminoi, shloi miminoi, it doesn't matter. Even a, so you have absorbed in this cheres, you have chametz. So now that's it. It's chametz shavalava pesach. So what are you going to do with this pot exactly? You want to use it again. You're gonna, you want to make your oatmeal after Pesach, you can't, because it has chametz inside the walls of this pot, even a mashu, you don't even see it. That's enough to make it us, or even, we'll see in a second. 
Can't do anything. Can't have an offer from it. Rav is of the opinion that after Pesach, we're not geyser. There's nothing to be geyser. So after Pesach, only in Biminoi is Osir Bimashu. But Shaloi Biminoi, if you're making chocolate in that pot, and before that you had Chomets flour in the pot, it's okay after Pesach. It's only on Pesach I make Xero. Shaloi B'minoi because of Minoi. But we're talking about after Pesach. So why did Rav say you must break these pots? Break them all. There's nothing you can do with them. I have a very good use for it. I can use it for something I haven't cooked in that pot before. Says the Gemara, Gzeiro, B'minoi. Okay. Maybe you'll come to You'll forget. So before Pesach, you, you mixed in some flour, chametz flour, and the flour got into the walls of the thing. And then after Pesach, you're going to forget. You're going to do something with flour, and that's a problem. But what's the Gemara's question for a second? Just uh, if we have a second here. The Gemara asks, what's the problem? You have in the walls of the pot, you have chametz. So go ahead and use something else with it. Use, use it for chocolate. But that's a problem, Mastoises. A mevatlam isr l'chatchilo. You're using chomesh ovelav pesach and you try to be mevatal isr l'chatchilo. So Taisus says that in the second Territz, that if we require you to break it, that's already a bedeavid. It turns it into bedeavid. It's not like, oh, I'm doing this on purpose. I'm, I'm being mevatal isr on purpose. I, I have no choice. Otherwise, my other choice is to throw it out in the garbage. That's not, that's already not l'chadchila. Zog de Ushmul Omar. Smack in the middle of the Omar. Ushmul Omar, lo yishavru, you don't break the pots. Why? Because he holds like Rib Shimon, that what? That chamet shavar of a Pesach is mutabahana. So what's the problem? No problem at all. You can use it after Pesach. Avamashulu lachazmanayun. You can do whatever you want after Pesach. You could even do Beminoi. It's no problem. Even its own men you could do. Why? So, very interesting story. Shmuel was witnessing how people were selling pots after Pesach. What's the hottest item, especially in Rav's town? Pots. Because Rav says all your pots have to be broken on Pesach. So every Pesach, they go ahead and they break all the klicheres, all the earthenware pots. If you didn't splurge on the metal pots, you have to break your pots. So what do these guys do? Like typical, uh, you know, they sell pots, and now they hike the prices up. Supply and demand. So Shmuel tells them, those who sell these new pots, ashvuz vinei I'm warning you, make sure your prices are right. I'm going to ruin your whole business. I'm going to tell everybody that you don't even have to break the pot. Forget about buying pots. It's all mutter. Ask the Gemara. I don't understand. Why did he wait? He should have got up in Shul and said, it's 100% mutter. You don't have to buy new pots. Asri the Rav Avo. Obviously, we're talking about in the city of Rav. Everybody listen to Rav. 
And Rav said, you have to break your pots. So they all, they all bro- broke their pots. Shmuel didn't want to get up there and be mechulik on Rav in his own city. But he said, listen, if you're going to be, if you're going to practice these terrible practices of raising the prices when you're not supposed to, then I'm going to be forced to be mechulik in Rav in Rav City and tell everybody the truth. Zog Gemara, ahu tanuro. A tanor. Where's the tanor? Tanor. The tochubeit tichayo, they smeared the inside of the oven with grease. How do you make grease? From an animal's tail, a kosher animal. Kosher grease. But this grease is filet shakes. It's meat. Asro rova bareiloi lemechle lerifto afilu b'milcha. Back in the day when we were in the chenichei, I had a lot of time in my hand, and we had an interesting rova. So I went through the entire shas, and I found fifty-two. I think it was. I forgot my list somewhere. Fifty-two, right? Nachman, how many were? You're not happy with me. Fifty-two rovas, different rovas. This is one of them. Rova bareiloi. Yeah, he said, what are you wasting your time? I don't remember. It was, it was a good taina. Whatever it was, it was a good taina. Akaponim, Rabbi Ba'ilai said, it's usher to eat bread that comes out of this oven. Why? The oven is fleshiks. Afilu b'milcha, even if you're going to eat it with nothing, just salt. Rashi says, they never ate bread plain. So it's either salt with, with, a, with radish, with relish, whatever it is, with a dip, with kutach. Even eating it plain... Not with a milchaka dip is usr. La'ilam. La'ilam means you can never heat up this oven and undo the damage of this meat, shmirachts, and you can never make bread in it. Dilma, asr lemichle bekutcha. Don't worry, I didn't bring it. When we get to mem beis, maybe. I want to I wanna, I wanna, I wanna show what kutach is. I think it's geshmak stuff, no? <laughs> Dailam's nodding their head. Nice, sour, disgusting milk with moldy bread. It's geschmack. Rabbis, you don't even understand how good this stuff is. It's such a great thing. I think Dailam deserves a package of it. MDY Kutach. Now, Kutach is very, very milchiks. I don't know that's right, Lachilas Kelev, but it's. <laughs> You're arranging? Yeah, we, we should serve kutach at the seum. Dilma also the michle be So what's the problem? You might it now. Everybody knows in Eretz Yisrael they sell berekas here and berekas is square, but they also sell triangle berekasin, and that's a thing in Israel in Eretz Yisrael that if you go to the bakery, anything that's made milchiks is a different shape. It's either triangle or a circle with things in it, and a mashgiach that I know was in a hotel here in Eretz Yisrael and they made dairy berekas square. They had to throw everything out. The entire thing out in the garbage. Why? People might get confused. You have, a, you have a loaf of bread, and it was baked in an oven that has meat oil in it. You might come to dip your bread in, 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 in milchiks, milchiks and fleshiks. You can't knead your dough with milk. And if you do so, everything is usher. In other words, you can't even eat that bread by itself. That's the problem. If 
you, there's a certain standard. Everybody knows that this, is, th this bread could be eaten with meat. And now you have a problem. This, this is dairy bread. Big problem. Kayotzebah, we're turning to the Aflamidum Beis. You're sponsoring Yeshua. I'm so excited. I think the Oilum realizes that I was a little bit much, those, those sponsorships. The three sponsors, it's Gishmak. It's Gishmak. It's not even worth the money. The Oilum is smart. What? Gary says it is. Kalman of the five towns. Kalman of the five towns. You hear that, Kalman? Who's the third one? So you don't grease up the oven with the the oil of the of the of the tail. And what does it say here? We have a major problem. Over here it says that there's a way out of it. All you need to do, fire it up again. We're good to go. If you fire it up, you heat it up again, you burn out the, the fat, now it's ready to go for milchiks. And the story, checkmate, we don't have a good answer for this, so it's a tiyufta. That's it, gone. Says So we have a few Ravinita Ravashis, the authors of Shas talking to each other. Usually it's Ravinita Ravashi, I think. You ever see Ravashi to Ravina? I don't know. I have to look it up. Don't quote me. Since we just slugged them up, why can't you just? There's a Why does Rav tell everybody break your pots, break your other, take the earthenware, burn it up? What's the problem? Put it in a flame, and we're good to go. If it's metal, we could deal with it. It comes out, the chametz. When it comes to earthenware, as we'll see later, the Torah is made that earthenware absorbs and doesn't, doesn't expel it completely. Or you could say, no. Both are talking about earthenware. So if we're talking about the oven, the, how do you heat up an oven? From inside. The heat is inside. I'll just borrow a picture from, I wanted to talk about this Hagolas Kalim place here in Ramah B'Chemesh, but I'll just steal a picture here for a second, just so, for illustrative purposes. Over here, the heat is from the outside. And therefore, it doesn't expel the chametz completely. And if you'll say, okay, so what's the problem? Take the earthenware and put the flame inside the earthenware. Why do you have to burn it from the outside? Says the Gemara, A person is careful, he doesn't want to do so. Why? Because it's going to burst. Sometimes it's going to pop. There goes his earthenware. So, says Rashi Meridik, Says Rashi, then he's Moira Hetera Vesomecha Hesek Bachutz. Therefore, I can't allow him even to do it on the outside, I, in the inside. I can't allow him to do it in the inside. What if he says, I don't care? No, because tomorrow he's going to go along and he's going to do it 
on the outside is going to be Moiraheter. What's the biggest problem in Yiddishkeit? Moiraheter. Nobody wants to do an Avera straight out. Says in the Torah, you can't do it. I'll do it. No. Because Baruch Hu doesn't care about this situation. He would have wanted me. You have all sorts of excuses. That's Moiraheter. So Moiraheter, a person, once he has a Heter to do, to do it on the inside, then all of a sudden he starts making excuses and he says, you know what? You think Agash Baruch Hu is, is, is so small with me, he's going he's gonna to make me do it and break my path. Not that much. So let me do it on the outside. Oh, that's already a problem. So therefore, he said, no, no outside, no inside, nothing. Hilkoch. Hi, Buchyo. Look at Rashi. Buchyo. What is Buchyo? Does anybody see what Rashi says there? Kli shuhu mirafim. Mirafim. Shekoyrim. What's the next word, Rabbi Isai? Tiles. Very good. Tiles. That's what Rashi says. It's a sin, not a shin. In fact, my, my guy put a, a sin here. Tiles. These are afim. These are the, the roof tiles. And they have some sort of inside. So you could put a flame underneath and cook on top of the, top of the tile. So since the flame is underneath, it's asur. And if you fill it up with Coals, shaper dummy. Then it's okay, because not in the. Then the coals get rid of it from 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 inside. In other words, this is a stronger material, so we could. We're not concerned that's going to pop. MMA law: if you put coals on the where you put the chametz, then it gets rid of the chametz and it's good. Over there, Ravina Ravashi says Ravina Ravashi. Hanisakine bepischa heichen avdinu. I need to know so what do we do with our knives? Our knives that we cut chametz with all year long, how do I use it on Pesach? I buy brand new ones. You're rich. You're wealthy. What are all the poor people supposed to do? I don't buy new ones. I'm talking about I take my chametz knives and I make them new. Now we have a concept called kaboiloi kach poltoi. As it absorbs, that's how you have to expel it. So if you were to take a knife and put it on the flame with chametz, with chametz meat, whatever it is, you put it on the flame like that, so the only way to get rid of the chametz is by putting it on the flame. If you took the knife and you stirred up a pot, so then the only way to get rid of the chametz, uh, uh, fire for sure is good, but then you just put it in a boiling pot. What if you don't know? So you have to put it on the flame. You have to do number one. You have to do the, 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 the best one. What do I do? I need to protect the handle. I don't want the handle to burn. So I, I cover it with tina, with clay. Then I take the blade and I put in the, the fire. And then I take, the, the, I take off the clay. And then I put the handle into boiling water. Why? Because at the end of the day, chametz touches the handle. Now, I'm not going to put the handle on the fire ever. I don't ever use it as a skewer on the fire. I use the blade on the fire. But the chametz drips back. If you have a look at your handle, it's always dirty a little bit. So it has some chametz in it. So that I need to do with boiling water. I just wanted to tell you guys, I mean, you guys know all about this, but anybody in the world, this made a tremendous impression on me when I moved to Ramat Shemesh. 
they set up, right across the street from my house, there's a giant parking lot, and they set up an enormous Hagolas Kalim thing. It's all free. And the volunteers come with their pots and their things, and they have, I guess they have all the equipment, and you can bring anything you want, and people sit there with screwdrivers for you, and they remove the handles, and they, they clean it for you, and they, they burn the chametz off, and they have torches, and it's unbelievable what they do here. No? No, it's free. They pay you to do it. They pay you to do this. No, it's free. Big signs here that say free. 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 It says big signs. I, I didn't take the, I, don't have, I have the picture at home. I didn't have time. Maybe in one of these. It's free. Posh it free. Well, there's nothing free in this world. There's big signs that say kupatair. <coughs> but uh, it's free. Ask where does he throw my assignment? Doesn't he come? By the way, just as an update for some of the guys here, there are two guys from this room that we started out that were exposed to corona. I just want to say, I'm just saying, why I wasn't crazy about coming back. Two, in two different situations, and they're not here today. All right, here's some pictures of the guys. They have, everything's unbelievable. Why well, I'm excited about this, because when I was a Bachar, I opened up a place right across from Chaim Berlin, I did Hagalas Kalim, and then I had one of these gloves. Here's a great picture of it. I had one of these gloves on, and I stuck my hand, and uh, somebody's Becher fell to the bottom of the pot, so I stuck in my hand really, really slowly, not to get the water in my glove, but I missed it by some, I guess I didn't see, and the boiling water went into my glove and, and cooked up my skin. It was like, uh, what is it, third degree is the worst? It was just peeled off, it was terrible stuff, I had to close down the shop. Anyways, here's the torch, you can't really see the flame. This was taken by Menachem Shlos, all these pictures. I took this off the video, because his video, uh, whatever. So, here's a torch, and th this is Kabbali Kachpolta, here's the, the burners. Mamish, big job over there. Fine. Zok the Gemara. So you throw it into the Reutchen. Where's the Reutchen picture? So this is fire. And this is, well, you see the pots, the Reutchen, the Reutchen. Here, this is Reutchen. It has to be boiling water. Most say, means that it's still boiling. Whether it's on the flame or not, but it's boiling. I will tell you from experience that that boil goes down really, really quickly. Especially if you put in a single cleat, it's done. So the boil doesn't last. We all know that. Omar Avuna Bereder Yeshua. Eight. Yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just saying, if you, no, I'm saying the Machlegs Rishon is, what happens if you turn off the flame? You turn off, is that considered Kli Rishon? Some say it's not considered Kli Rishon, even though it's boiling. It's not, it's not with the flame. I think that's what they say. The, the bottom line is it has to be Reutchen, it has to be boiling, you have to see it bubble. Says the Gemara, so you need hot water, even the, even the blade doesn't need fire, it needs boiling water. Just make sure that it's boiling. So if you know for a fact, then I don't know. I think what the Gemara is saying is that we don't know. So one of these, Mistama, you use that so. Uh, unless we have to say yes, even if you know for a fact. Uh, I saw them talking about it, I just don't remember. Even if you know for a fact. How does that work? I don't know. We're going to see it in two lines in the Gemara, I just forgot. Eitz parer is this. A wooden spoon that you mix your dish with. 
It's interesting. You think that this absorbs a lot. No. Reutchen, how The only thing that doesn't work is klicheres. Earthenware. Magiloi b'reutchen u'beklirishoin. And it has to be boiling. Kesovar, keboiloi, kachpolte. What do you do with the spoon? You mix a pot. You're not, you're not using it as a skewer. So you're mixing a pot. So you see, we didn't go away from keboiloi kachpolte, Ruvain. So I don't know. Kesovar, keboiloi kachpolte. You have a vessel like today. And that's why I mentioned that even uh, some people were upset at me and they wrote me emails. But it seems like today's earthenware is not really earthenware. It has a glaze, like a glass glaze on it. So perhaps it does need a mikvah, we said. You have to do tefillas kalim without a bracha. So if you have a glazed vessel, but it's glazed, not with glass, glazed with lead. Lead is metal. So metal, we said, you could get rid of the, the bleas. You could get rid of the absorption. Could you use it on Pesach? In other words, the question is, could you remove the chametz from lead? Or do we view it a little differently? It's really earthenware. Says Says Rashi, look at the word over here, another interesting word. Rashi says alum. This is alum. How do you pronounce it in English? Alum, 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 alum. It's a, it's a mineral, not this. This is from Shemisach Shabbos. It's a mineral. So since it has this mineral in the kli, in the uh, earthenware, it absorbs a lot. MMA law, it's no good. You can never get it out. The black vessels and the white vessels, that's a shiloh. If it has, what's kartufne? How do you say kartufne? If it has cracks. If it has cracks, then certainly the chametz went into the cracks. So what's the shayla? The shayla is kitabayloch deshimai. If it's very smooth, doesn't have cracks. We see that earthenware sweats. In other words, if you cook up earthenware on a flame and you have liquid inside, you'll see it come out from the outside. So it comes out, but not completely. It has a blia that never leaves. No, we're not talking about condensation. We're talking about true, true sweat. Like, what if it has the color of the liquid that you have? Not a condensation. Pots condensate when they're hot? I thought only cold. Hot also? Alma bali asiri. So you see that they absorb and therefore it's saucer. So once we know it absorbs because it goes through and through, I don't know that we're familiar with these kalim. These are, you know, earthenware. Who has earthenware? It will come out, but not 100%. And since it's not 100%, you still have chametz in there, and it's no good. Says the Gemara, We have the same exact case, but with Yai Nesach. Mani de if you have vessels that are glazed, like we had before, all colors, even green or yellow, Yarek is yellow maybe, is mutter. 
Why is wine, yayin esach, what's yayin esach? Maybe a guy looked at it and did something with it. Not true yayin esach. The rabbani yayin esach. All the kalim are mutter. V'chitei me yayin esach, the rabbanon. Chometz the raisa. You're going to tell me, okay, yayin esach is not real of a desara. It's a chashash. But chometz is the raisa. However, we have a concept called the toka rabbanon. Can the raisa toka? The, the rabbanon of yayin esach should mimic the Dairaisa. And the, the, the green yellow kalim should be Aser. And the other ones, we don't know. Omale, I'll tell you the difference. Big difference. Omale, Rabbi, I'm serious. Every dafir, we're going to come back to these dafir throughout the entire Shas. It's going to say throughout Shas. Psachim kol shah. Daf Lamed, Lamed Aleph, Chavtes, We're up to sugi soon. Incredible sugi of Mamanis. Completely no shaykhs. One sugi after another. Call the talker around bottom came the rice talking. Maybe they'll point out to this Gemara when it says it. Tremendous difference between cold and hot. Hot absorbs, so the chametz is absorbed in the kli. Who, who has hot wine? It's cold wine. Wine doesn't get absorbed in the kli. You're allowed to use it yellow, green, doesn't matter. If you use the kli for chametz very cold, it was cold, not very cold. It's no problem. You could throw it. You could throw mats into it. Chot min beisar. Oh, I love this. <laughs> beisar. I never knew what this rubber band was. I found out real quickly when I moved it the other day. It, it's there for a reason. It shows you where it started and it, did it rise? Did it grow? And my wife, oh wow, it grew a lot today. No, no, <laughs> I brought it to the shear. <laughs> So I'm going to try not to move this. She warned me not to take it to Shear again, but she's still sleeping. Um, now, what's the problem with Beisar? This, this, this hold, now this is, we know that this is earthenware. You think this is glass, but this is really earthenware. And the earthenware absorbs, especially this leavening agent. You put a little bit in this to dough, it ferments. That's the word we were looking for yesterday, not rise. It ferments the dough. Because it ferments, it rises. It rises. Ferments. A little bit of this, that's all you need. So this is, this is it. This is the, the, what is it called? The catalyst. No, the small amount that makes a large amount. The... Oy vey, it's actually dripping again. Oh my gosh. I guess she left it open on purpose. To make sure I don't take it again. It's the... No, like, like food dye. Like you put a small amount and it's the concentrate. Thank you. No, they said catalyst. It's the concentrate. So it's so strong. The concentrate is very, very strong. So it goes into the kli. Says Gemara, because it's very strong. A kli that holds other very strong ingredients. Like vinegar, something very strong. These vessels that they have in Mechayza, Hoyl, Udire Lemelash Buchamira. I, 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 I risked my marriage to show you this. <laughs> I want to show you this. And, and please don't send me an email that it's not good to risk your marriage for the sheer, da, da, da. American sarcastic humor. Don't, don't worry about it. Here. Wow, I think I changed it. It used to be bigger. <laughs> Anyways, this is this bowl that this sourdough sits in. 
You didn't hear me. He said, I look very nervous. Uh, this is not the first time I've missed my marriage, but this is, I don't, I don't know if you know, sourdough to, to these women today is like, it's, a, it's their life, it's their thing, it's, it's a zach. While I'm learning in the dining room, I hear, bam, bam, it's like a whole, it's malacha, smacking on the, on the ground every day, boom, 40 times. You gotta know, people call her up, do you add a little bit, the 350 to the 220, and it's a whole, it's a matzav. Okay, anyways, it tastes really good though. This Shabbos, uh, this is not to get anything, this Shabbos, I looked at the bread, and there's a design of a wheat on it. Mom, it's beautiful design. She sat there with a razor blade. You, t- you buy these things, they sell for salad, you put it on and you just cut it out exactly. Unbelievable stuff. Anyway, so since it sits in this thing, you can see it's sat. I, I literally, she didn't do it for me. I went into the refrigerator, this is how I found it. Like this. Hey, I'll take it off so you can see. It's good stuff. Don't tell her, please. I'm throwing it back in there. She's going to say, I don't know what happened. The, the bread came out half the size today. Smush. That's... I said, yeah, 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 it's, it's the oven. You know, these Israeli ovens, you never know. <laughs> Different days they do the... Fine. I got into Mechoyza, Hoyle Dir, Lemelech Buchamira, Umash Buchamira, Kibay Sar, Shechimutze Koshedami. Okay, so it sits there for a long time, so therefore it's, the, the chametz gets absorbed. By the way, I think this is also klicheres. This is kind of wood, but it, it's, it just looks like wood. This is a klicheres. Pshita, okay, it absorbs, it absorbs. What's the difference in what kli it is? What's an afkemina if it's in this or in this? They're the same thing. Says the Gemara, tell you the differences. Look, look how wide it is. So maybe the ear comes and takes away the leavening agents, doesn't allow it to absorb into the kli. Kamash Malon, that yes. All right, Rabbi, so we have a couple minutes here. We'll go over it tomorrow as well. But let's start the amazing sugya. It's a really beautiful sugya of. Money, monetary, alvaiz, and not alvaiz, says, says the Mishnah. You have a guy that lent money to a Jew, and the Jew in return gave him his chametz as collateral. And the guy is holding the chametz throughout Pesach. We consider it as if it's the guy's, and therefore it's mutabahano. Why do we consider it's the guys? It's the Jews. Well, it depends if the Jew didn't pay back and the guy had it from the beginning of the Pesach. Do we view it, here's the Lam Deshakash, do we view it that the Chametz became the guys at the moment that the Jew decided he doesn't want to pay back and that's after Pesach and maybe it should be Asurbanah or do we view it as if it, the guys throughout the entire time we just retroactively realized that it was the guys from the beginning of Pesach. So these are things we're going to be discussing. The same thing in reverse. That the Jew was the lender. He owned the bank, like back in Europe. And the guy gave the Jew the chametz as a collateral. So the Jew is holding on to the chametz the whole Pesach. He's allowed to, why? We said that the, 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 the non-Jew's chametz in the Jew's house is okay. Not shal guy, not shal... Should we stop here? Should we go right there? Let's stop here. All right. Rabbi Sai, have a wonderful, wonderful day.